0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe.
0: Bros Pod is brought to you by BetOnline. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering needs including live betting and the fan-favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started, so head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and use our promo code Believe B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts.
2: Everybody, welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports. Uh, Bill Roden here at an undisclosed location in Harlem, USA, Uh, speaking with my friend and co-host, the great Jamal Murphy. Murph, what's going on?
0: What's up, Bill? Everything's great on this side of town in Brooklyn. Uh, We were just talking a little bit about the NBA Finals is almost here, but uh, we're going to talk about uh, a great film I watched earlier today. Um, and one of those films that, that needed to be told. And so I could uh, learn the history, more history of basketball and of the Knicks and all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, and here to help us, you know, kind of divine that is a really good friend of ours, of a, a colleague of uh, the great George Willis. Uh, George Willis was a longtime writer and columnist with the New York Post. And now he's the president of CEO of George Willis Enterprises. And we just kind of joked that it that should have always been like that. <laughs> right. Hey, George, welcome to uh, the show.
1: I'm glad to be on. It's a privilege. Thank you guys for having me.
2: Yeah, we're, we're improvising here a little bit. Um, we're going to have the great Dick Barnett on, and eventually we will. Uh, Dick um, is the, um, the subject of a really great documentary called The Dream Whisperer. Uh, really a phenomenal story. Uh, about Dick Barnett, you know, who played uh, in the NBA for a ton of years with the, with the Nats, uh, with the Cleveland Pipers, uh, with the Lakers, and then the Knicks was part of the Knicks' two NBA championships. But really the, the documentary, and George, you'll tell us a little more about this, uh, really the documentary is about uh, that Tennessee a team, we know it as Tennessee State, that Barnett was a star on, that won the NAIA, NAIA championship three years in a row, 57, 58, 59, which is really an incredible, um, really a, incredible uh, feat. And the subtext of the, the documentary was was uh, Dick Barnett's, Dr. Barnett's quest to get that team inducted into the Naismith of the Pro Basketball uh, Hall of Fame. In fact, it looks like uh, uh Dr. Barnett is on the line now. Looks like he's coming in to join us. Hey, Dr. Barnett.
3: Yeah, yeah. Good to be here.
2: Hey, great seeing you. How you doing, man? Yeah,
3: I'm fine. fine.
2: Great, great, great. Thanks so much, man. This is great. Uh, And then I see the shot guru is there,
4: too. Who is it? Hey, this is Steve Robinson. Hey. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Hey, Bill, I didn't know you were from Chicago, man. I am from Chicago. Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, well, you know, welcome, hometown. Yeah, yeah, no, no, man. But
2: let's just jump right into this, because uh, 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 Dr. Barnett, I man, I saw that documentary, The Dream Whisperer, I thought it was phenomenal. It was really a phenomenal, phenomenal job, man. And uh, it was just so great. It, it, there were so many levels to that. You know, it was not only about that spectacular team, you know, that won those three consecutive uh Uh, championships. That was great in and of itself. You know, the 57, 58, 59 uh, championships. But I think what really stood out, too, was your commitment in getting that team inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. I mean, that was almost like pushing that boulder up and and they kept rejecting it. You kept coming back. Rejected, coming back. Rejected, coming back. And it was really... Uh, just so phenomenal. So, wh- why don't you tell us how the idea of telling your own story, of uh, telling the story of that team, came about?
3: I think obviously that that was a phenomenal accomplishment that was go- was going to be completely ignored by the American public.
4: Yeah. So
3: we we wanted to really tell. The true story of what had transpired during the 1950s and the 1950s of the Dred Scott uh, principal decision that decided to strip Africans from manhood in the American uh, system.
2: What did you think when you when you saw the final, when you saw the final product and you saw it from beginning to end? Uh, it's one thing to you know, to go through the filming and the taping, but uh, how did you feel when you saw it from beginning to end?
3: Well, I, I thought it was uh, well done. I thought it was explained some of the issues that we had faced during that period of time when we were not inducted and clarified that uh, race uh, remained the, the, the biggest entry to to what we were trying to accomplish.
2: George, I introduced you before. What did you learn uh, just by being part of the, of the documentary, working with uh, Dr. Barnett? Uh, what was some of your takeaways from the entire process as, as a younger person?
1: Well, you know, when Dr. Barnett approached me about uh, uh, what he was trying to do and, and uh, you know, the quest he was on to get the team inducted into the Hall of Fame, You know, it resonated with me because I really had not heard of this particular basketball team. I actually grew up in New Mexico about 45 miles from what is now Texas El Paso and used to be Texas Western. So I was very familiar with that team and what it had accomplished in 1966. But when I heard Dr. Barnett talk about the accomplishments of his team, you know, I thought in my mind, that was far superior to what Texas Western had accomplished. When you consider, you know, what this Tennessee State team did and the era in which they accomplished, you know, what they accomplished, it's just a magnificent feat. Uh, going from a national championship game to going to uh, lunch counters to face the angry face of racism, uh, not having the ability to stay in the same accommodations as the people they were playing against uh, on and on and on uh, people in the stands uh, calling them names, things of that nature. Uh, then you realize this team was worthy of some more recognition than what they had got. And that was just a small part of it. There's so many messages in this documentary about the team, about education, about racism, about civil rights, about one man's quest to see something accomplished for his teammates. You know, it just has a lot of messages that are good for the people, uh, not only back then, historically, but even messages about what's going on today.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, if, if I slip and call you dick, Dr. Barnett, please forgive me. No problem. Uh, but you know, uh, you know, you know, there, there like I said, man, there's so many levels. My father actually went to Tennessee A and I, went to Tennessee State.
3: Oh, Fantastic. So I,
2: yeah, I've always had an affinity for uh, and I've always followed that great institution, you know, from Wilma Rudolph and the Tiger Bells, and they just had such a phenomenal legacy. I got to know uh, Coach McClendon. Uh, in fact, the last uh, column, uh, one of the columns I wrote in 1991 was, I think that was the year you got your doctorate. Yeah. And, and, I, and I had a conversation with uh, uh, Coach McClendon about you getting your doctorate. And of course, <laughs> you know, he was like, you know, talked about full circle, you know, going full circle, you know. And I, I was wondering, you know, there are a lot of clips of you talking to the tennis, the young Tennessee State basketball players. And I was wondering, Dick, you know, when you look at your whole thing, you, you know, you left you left uh, Tennessee State and, you know, you didn't graduate from there. I think you, the, the thing was you left, you were like an upper sophomore or something. But by your own admission, your focus then was playing basketball. That was the focus then.
3: Oh, there that, that was no question about that. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So then you went from there. But then you had this whole evolution of getting your undergrad degree in 68, then getting your master's at NYU, then getting your doctorate. And I'm wondering, what do you, knowing what you know just about yourself, your journey, how does that help you deal with young people knowing that it's all a process no matter what you tell them? It's gonna come in time. But how does your evolution help you deal with other young you know, young people?
3: Well, I, I'm, I'm reminded of what uh, uh, Dr. King said. Dr. King said, you gotta sign your own emancipation proclamation to live your dream. And nobody else is gonna do that for you. So I, I took that to heart and really went back and uh, and I I'll, and I'll often tell this story that the best thing that happened to me, uh, becoming a professional basketball player, was having a, that ruptured Achilles tendon. And mm-hmm. that really emphasized the focus on the future, and I better get ready for the future in the next uh, 20, 30, 30, or 40 years that I might be alive. So that, that was a very important time in, in my development.
2: Also on the line, we've got uh, the, the logo was a shot guru, with Steve Robinson uh, from Chicago, as he reminded me. Uh, Steve, what was your role in in, in this whole universe of uh, uh, the Dr. Barnett, the film?
4: Dr. Barnett and I connected uh, about, uh, you know, six or seven years ago uh, when he was in San Francisco. And uh, we've been, you know, in touch uh, ever since, and uh, you know, been working with him and the team of star on uh, all the uh, uh, details and in 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 terms of uh, you know getting Dr. Barnett uh, keeping him involved in the uh, process of uh, of the film. So um, you know, I've been there with with George. You know, George has been. Um, you know, uh, integral in that, uh, you know, very much so, you know, and he's actually been the guy that has been more involved, uh, you know, but, you know, I've been more of like an associate with uh, Dr. Barnett.
2: I have one other thing. I know, I know Jamal wants to jump in, uh, but another thing, that, you know, they're, they're, like I said, this, this documentary, which I think was really phenomenal. It has so many layers to it, but one was just your own tenacity. And I wanted to ask you, I keep going back to, cause I think each, everybody mm-hmm. on this call, talks to young people, I think, and everybody talks to young people, it probably gets frustrated sometimes because we forget that they were like us. And, you know, they went out one ear and in the other, and then you eventually learn. But one thing, when you look at this film and you look at your life, that almost every aspect of your life was about tenacity, whether it's getting the team in the Hall of Fame, you going, you know, staying in the NBA, you know, from, uh, you know, the Nats to the Pipers, to the Lakers, to the Knicks, uh, to getting your undergrad. I mean, there was just this tenacity that you have in your life. And I want to ask you, what's the source of that tenacity in your own life? Is something that you can't teach people? Is something that, you know, I don't know, you either have it or you don't? But when you look at your own life, what's the source of that tenacity, that will uh, that just, you know, made you continue to be tenacious in, you know, achieving Goal
3: after goal after goal. Well, w- one of the things that, that continued to uh, inspire me uh, was the development of the Constitution, of, of America Constitution, and having America to live up to um, what the Constitution said, as indicated by Dr. King. Uh, he, he said, we're all wrapped in the garment of destiny. So in other words, we all got to be prepared to live the American dream. And that's what constantly inspired me as I went from ping pong balls at the Friendship House to the playgrounds of Roosevelt School to becoming uh, one of the people to have their
4: jerseys
3: retired in high school, college, and the professional sports.
4: And, and Bill, I might add that Dr. Barnett has on his website uh, what's he called what he calls the Dream Paradigm, and it consists of the five C's. What he you know, starts with: consciousness, commitment, conviction, courage, conviction. and control. Cur- and and it is it is so comprehensive. Exactly.
3: Thank you, Steve. That's almost a daily ritual and daily prayer that I get up every morning repeating. Consciousness, commitment, conviction, courage, and control.
2: Wow. Let let me ask you this. Uh, I know that Jamal has a question, but I I remember my father, you know, my father passed away when he was 94. And one thing he said that I thought was interesting you know you think that somebody that you know he lived through seeing barack obama becoming president stuff that you thought would probably be unbelievable yeah and uh, at the very end he said you know uh things have happened but i thought that we'd be further ahead than we are now and i thought that really moved me and i want to ask you some of the most striking footage of that film was seeing you guys win those championships 57, 58, they're going back to nashville and the lunch counter demonstrations and the police beatings and all that. And now you look at 2022, and you got this young white supremacist walks into a grocery store and slaughters, you know, ten black folks. I wonder how do you feel about that? Just in terms of how far you know we thought we had gone, and then this thing just seems to be a consistent undercurrent.
3: No, well, as I indicated, we're talking about the anatomy. The anatomy of what the Constitution and what America is all about uh, for the future of of not only uh, one person, but for all of us. And we have to uh, realize that that white supremacy still plays a major uh, part in the development uh, of America and face that issue.
0: I was talking to Bill. Uh, prior to the podcast and I was saying about the about the film that that I was it was you know it was a great film and I was just glad that I was able to see this you know I had I had heard of Dick Barnett uh, because I've heard of you know all the, the great Knicks teams but I never knew your story and then through watching it and even listening to you now it's clear that you know that you that film is not just about you or your college team. It's really, it's really a history lesson.
3: Yeah. Um, It's it's really about America. What America is supposed to be. As I indicated and repeat, Dr. King said, we are all wrapped in the garment of destiny. And in that garment of destiny and in America that we know today with, uh, not only all the amendments and, and and everything else we we were still on the road to where america should be and that er, every person should be regarded whether they're black white or whatever one one of the things that uh and and i said that i i want to live uh you you said your father lived to what 94 yeah yeah. He, uh, I've already made my declaration. I, I'm I am i am looking to make a hundred, okay? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I <hate> you. Exactly. <laughs> and then once I get to a hundred, I'll probably get greedy for a little bit more. But one, one, one thing that has transpired and I get up every morning uh because I was I used to exercise feverishly. I get up and ride my bike every morning, probably about uh, six or seven times a day, riding uh, about 20, 15 minutes or whatever. And when I left the NBA, I, was, I weighed 212. Hmm. Right now, my weight is between 160 and 180. And that's where I stay. Exactly.
2: Wow. Wow. Is there anything, I know this is one of these futile conversations, which I think of all the time, if you knew then what you know now. I always say, if, if, I, if I knew then what I know now, I, I know we will just, just indulge me. Would you do anything different? I mean,
3: <laughs> life doesn't work like this. You have, are, you, are you going back to school? Are you going to the service? You know, what, what happens to a lifetime exactly? But Jim yeah. and, and I must say, Jim Crow is still alive in America. It's something that we still have to face and fight for a better future.
2: So, what what would you tell in, in, in the few minutes that we've got left? You know, from the time that you retired till now, you've seen, uh, you know, NBA players, black NBA players, even some NFL players uh, making you know millions of dollars. Um, do you feel that uh, that your your successors are are improving in terms of adequately using their power and their wealth to, to, to uh, work on the side of change or do you think it's complacent? What, what's sort of your, your view?
3: Well I think uh, will the athlete I always say will the athlete Nick Rowe remain? An opulent performer in a powerless drama, and what 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 that says is that we we are dealing with obviously, and it has been quoted by uh, Mayor Young when he was when he was uh, mayor of Atlanta. He said, as Dr. King, he reiterated that we're dealing with two Americas, and the Americas of the black professional athlete. He has money. That son. Un- he has generational money, and he must become familiar with what the things that he can do. And I, I, I'm almost I'm almost embarrassed to tell you what I made as a number one draft choice coming out of Tennessee State, seventy two hundred dollars. Okay, and compare that to what a a uh, first draft choice make in the NBA today. Exactly. Uh, uh,
2: but do you feel that they're flexing muscle? You know, sometimes money can become uh, a power, or it can become a shackle. You know, because you don't want to lose it. And I'm wondering what you think it is. is it, has it become a uh, a a power, or has it become a shackle? Well, my the money
3: can become a, a power, a, a power broker. Uh, I have a, a One of of the things besides putting this documentary out, there is an accompanying book that I put out called Up the Back Stairs. And it tells the the story of traveling across America uh, and playing in NAIA. The NAIA, for those that do not know it, was the forerunner of the NIT Mm. and the NCAA. One of the things that I wanted to do, and and some people might say that that I was arrogant, we we felt that we wanted to play Bill Russell uh, during those days. We said we think we had the best team in America, but we we never got that opportunity, exactly. Wow. Uh, uh,
2: Hey Dr. Barnett, uh, just just sort of last question before we let you go, and it, it has to do more with um, uh, with the film, the completion of the film, and looking forward. I know you said you want to go to a hundred, live to a hundred, probably hundred three. Uh, but what what's your next project? Where do you go from here? I mean, or I know you have retired, but I know there's no such thing as that. Where do you want to go from here? What is there any other mountains you want to scale? In, in a
3: couple of days, we, we we're going to be uh showing this uh, documentary in New York City so we're looking forward to walking the, the red carpet and letting the people in New York a number of people uh, I hope their reaction to the documentary uh, uh, is a, a, as you quoted exactly I, I thought it was very it was very well done exactly
2: right. well again uh, I guess it's been the great Dr. Dick Barnett, uh, you know, many New York Knicks fans know him as a, uh, a two-time champion with the Knicks. Uh, you know, I hope there's, hope there's another one for their sake. Uh,
0: Good luck with that one.
2: Yeah. Uh, but just, uh, just and, and now, of course, the author of just an absolutely tremendous uh, documentary. So congratulations, uh, Dr. Barnett. And uh, George Willis, thank you. Uh, Steve Robinson, Shot Guru, thank you. Uh, just a great job overall. Can't wait to see the film in New York. So right, thank yeah. you, everybody. Okay, this is really tremendous. Exactly.
4: Thanks a lot, guys. All thank right. you. All the best.
2: All right, Jamal. Well, listen, man, that was great. Uh, you know, it was great. Uh, Dr. B- Doctor Barnett is, is, is great. Too late, baby. Fall back. Fall back.
3: All right. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. There was a great uh, Keno Duke uh, album. And he, de- he dedicated it. Uh, one of his songs uh, to uh, to Dr. Barnett called Too Late Baby <laughs> right.
3: we we sanitized that somewhat
2: yeah <laughs> yeah I'm sure <laughs> oh my god alright all right.
0: to all the listeners thanks as always for listening uh, especially to this great episode Just, you definitely have to go check that out <laughs> The Dream Whisperer, uh, about Dr. Richard Barnett. And uh, of course, keep supporting, uh, keep listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, follow us on social media, at BrosPod on Twitter, at BrosPod on Instagram, and Bill Roden on sports on Facebook. And uh, interact with us and tell us what you like, what you don't like, all that good stuff. And of course we'll be back next week when we are brought to you by bet online.
2: Yep. And about when we come back next week, uh, Boston will probably be down zero and two in the series. I don't and know,
0: man. I don't know.
2: Hey, you know, all,
0: all the, I, I've been picking Boston cause I think they're actually pretty good, but I'm getting all this flack just for even picking them to all, all every, every black person I know is mad. I'm, I'm picking Boston.
2: Right, well, because Golden State is such a white team, I mean, such a black team. <laughs> I know, right? Well, right. there they're two kind of black teams. I mean, Boston's got you know black hair coach, and right. uh, you know, Golden State has got black sensibilities. Right, right. Kerr takes all the right stands. you know? Right, right, uh,
0: right.
2: This will, this will be a this will be a tough one. <laughs> I
0: think I think it'll be competitive though. It should be fun. We'll talk about it next week for
2: sure. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Meanwhile, everybody. um, You know, stay safe, wear your mask, certainly learn my lesson, (laughs) you know. uh,
0: It's back though, it's back.
2: Yeah, I know, it's tough, man. I still got a cough from, you know, like a month ago. So wear those masks, I know it's hard, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, keep praying. (laughs) All right, so God bless everybody. We'll see you next week.